Hey, what's up, everybody? How you doing? Episode number 271, Drink It Till You Podcast. The only podcast that lasts until the last drop. How the hell is your weekend going? How the hell was your work week? I uh, hope you're having a good one. I hope you're being safe out there. I'm sipping on a little Coors Light um, on this Sunday. Uh, what did I have last week? Was it Miller or Coors? Either way, I'm going hard at these light beers every episode now, um, which I'm not mad about. You know, normally I'd be bitching about how fucking bloated it makes me and all this and that. But what I've learned is if you're on point with your diet, which I have been, um, I did slip up and have a burger the other day. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It was so fucking good, though. It was so worth it. And it did tear my stomach up. Uh, it hurt, hurt me pretty bad. But in the moment when I'm devouring this hamburger this cheeseburger because they are different this is a cheeseburger this is a double cheeseburger with mayonnaise i think it had mustard on it pickles onions tomatoes lettuce i mean i do the whole thing um and i've never felt so satiated in my entire life so it's, it's weird it's like i'm eating all these vegetables all the time and the first you know ounce of meat i have <laughs> in like three i think it's been three months I've been doing this diet now, but the first ounce of meat I had, dude, I could barely finish the burger. Like that's how heavy that kind of food is, which I, oh my God. If, if you were listening to this, like, oh, that's so cool. He doesn't eat animals. He loves animals. I mean, I do love animals, but it's not, it's not that I don't like the way they taste. I really actually do. It's just better for me if I, if I don't eat them all the time. And that's the reason it's so heavy. It's such a heavy food. Two patties after three months <laughs> of not touching meat. Yeah, dude, I, I slept like a fucking baby that night. I'll tell you that much. Uh, what else has been going on? Oh, oh my God, I have to give a review. I wish I had some right now to drink on this podcast. I, I had my first taste. Now, I've had Don Julio before. And that is a very good tequila. I think I've had all three. The clear, the medium, and the dark. Uh, which the clear to me is just the, you know, the best until now. Luckily, I, I had a chance to try the Don Julio 1942. Comes in a nice, fancy bottle. Um, and someone was asking me on Twitter if it's worth it, you know, worth the money. Um, and, and I'd have to say, yes, it's definitely worth the money, man. I, I just, my first impression of it, um, it doesn't burn the same. <laughs> it's really, really smooth. You know, I had a chaser there too, but it's like, I took the first shot and I'm just like, I could do this without a chaser. That's how fucking smooth it is. And, and I don't really know how they, how they make it more smooth is it just aged more? Is that what makes it so smooth? Because it's like, you know, the, the Don Julio Silver, that it's good. But as soon as it goes in, I mean, it's like mouthwash. It's burning your gums, <laughs> your tongue. You can feel it. But this was just different, man. It was just made differently. They had to distill it like 25 times or something to, to get it to be that smooth. I mean, it was almost like drinking water. And... Um, that's the dangerous thing. 
Um, the, the shit that burns, you, you get three or four shots in and you're not even feeling the burn anywhere. It's going down like water. This stuff already went down like water. So you could imagine probably after the first shot, I mean, it was just, I didn't even need a chaser. Maybe it was two shots in. Uh, but either way, it's it's more smooth than than the regular shit, and I don't know how they do it. I'm not really that interested in how they do it. I mean, that's going to be my guess as they distill it more. I don't know. Um, I'm just saying words that I've heard before used around liquor, <laughs> and I'm hoping that's right. I don't know, and I don't really care. That's not what this podcast is for. You would think it by the title, you know. I'd be diving into all these craft beers and all this top shelf liquor. I mean, I, I will dive in, but it's just by taste. That's all it is. This is just a tasting show. I don't care how it's made. I don't need to see how the sausage is made to eat it, you know? I don't need to help build the car to drive it, you know? <laughs> but it was smooth, man. I just, um, it's honestly hard to believe. Now, if you take something like that, which I don't know, it's kind of an expensive one. So if you take something like that and you do the whole baking soda thing, I don't know if you guys remember that. I tried that like 20 episodes ago. I actually had shots of liquor and I put the baking soda in it and it took the it took away the burn. It's It didn't have the same burn. I mean, it still tasted like liquor, you know, which isn't my favorite taste. But, uh, yeah, man, it's, it's about as smooth as, as, as that was. I took like a bottom shelf liquor, put a little baking soda in it and it killed the burn. So that's basically what happened with this Don Julio. Uh, there was burn on the back end, but not, not really on the front. Like I said, it wasn't like washing your mouth out with Listerine. It was fucking amazing. And that's what I've always heard too about drinking. You go out for the night, and, and I'm guilty of it. I'm guilty of just buying the well whiskey or the, you know, well vodka. Uh, I usually steer away from the well vodka. The well tequila, the well rum, I'll do that. Um, and I have done that many times. I mean, it's just cheaper. You, you get more of it. But I've always heard that the more you spend, A, the less you need of that liquor to get drunk, and B... The hangover is not, it's just non-existent because of the quality of the liquor. And I totally believe it now. I totally believe it. I, I don't really have a chance to try um, top shelf that much. Dude, dude, I hadn't been to the liquor store in a while. Just the beer store. I mean, it's, the city I live in is dry other than beer and and wine. I don't know if that's considered dry, but we don't have liquor is basically what I'm trying to say. So you got to make a little drive every time you want to get a bottle of liquor. And I just don't do that. I'm too fucking busy. Um, so I'm sticking to beer, whatever. Um, but but it's true. I drank a lot of that Don Julio that night. The next day, I didn't feel a fucking thing. I didn't have a headache. I, didn't, I wasn't dehydrated. I didn't feel any of that that I'd normally feel with the same amount of shots um, of a well liquor. You know? Uh, pretty amazing stuff, dude. I, I highly recommend it. I don't know what your budget is, but uh, if, if you have it in the budget, uh, just get a bottle of that. You're not getting a lot of it, 
for the price, but it's a it's a fancy bottle and the the liquor in there is is fucking amazing. Phenomenal. Cheers. What was that when the the Mavericks won the championship? Dirk had like a hundred thousand dollar bottle of champagne or some shit like that. Oh, I saw on Twitter today, actually this morning, speaking of expensive bottles, uh, I don't know the brand. It was in, I, I believe, like a blue and white bottle. <laughs> it was worth $40,000, 40K for a bottle of liquor. And, and this guy just has it on the patio of this bar from what it looked like, where they're playing like, <laughs> like giant Jenga in the background. So it's not even really like an upscale bar, but this dude has a 40000 dollar bottle of liquor <laughs> the, uh, I guess whoever's recording the videos like puts their hand out to like let me see it and they pull up the bottle of liquor just to look at it for a second and then they let go and then he tries to put it down by his side and it slips out of his fucking hand shatters right on the concrete right next to the women playing giant Jenga <laughs> and uh he did, you know, how you kind of like ball up your fist and you like swing it in front of you like, darn. That's what he did. Like, who who fucking, who's just saying darn about smashing a $40,000 bottle? He was just like, ah, darn. Dang, that one got away. Like, dude, that, oh my God, you better be fucking. <laughs> that's I've actually seen a lot of those lately. That guy shattered it all over the concrete. The other guy... I saw the the bottle of liquor <laughs> was in a box. <laughs> it was like in a container or whatever, and he did drop it, and it shattered within the box. Okay, so <laughs> in an effort to save his his well spent money, he takes this box with this shatter. He pulls all the shattered glass out of it, and he fucking <laughs> drains it into a, like a fucking punch bowl. <laughs> Just to save the liquor, you know? And I'm like, hey, I support it. If that was a $15,000, whatever, 10000 Shit, if that was a $600 bottle. Yeah, you better be saving that shit, dude. Uh, so he just pours it into a punch bowl, and I guess they... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You dip your shot glass in there like a punch bowl if you need a shot. I feel like you'd have to have a strainer. I'd have to run it through a strainer before I'd feel completely comfortable. Especially since it's sat in that glass. You never know. You don't want to swallow a little shard of glass. I'll fuck you up, man. Um, yeah, now, now I'm thinking about it. I've seen a lot of those videos lately of people accidentally um, smashing expensive bottles of liquor. I mean, if it's coming in a case, in a nice fancy buy, I mean, I don't know if it was $40,000 worth, but he savored it. Um, the other video I can think of like that is where the guy, I don't know, it's maybe a wedding or something and they're celebrating. He has the bottle of champagne and instead of like a, like a fucking man <laughs> smashing it on a rock, he decides to throw it at a rock and the bottle flips in a way to where it hits the rock on the cork and the bottle shoots right back and hits the guy that threw the bottle. It's fucking awesome. What a way to celebrate. Um, those things are so pressurized, too. I mean, he had to be standing a good, I don't know, 
six feet away from the rock he threw it at. Maybe a little bit more. Maybe eight, eight to ten feet. It was a good throw. It just landed on the cork, and that thing's so fucking pressurized. <laughs> it shot back at him like a missile. That was fucking great. Um, that was probably a cheap bottle. You don't throw cheap bottles, do you? I think people do that with iPhones. You'll stand in line all night for a fucking iPhone. And then, you know, <laughs> you get like six of the uh, the latest, greatest iPhones, and then you stand out in the street right where everybody's standing in line waiting to get their iPhone, and you smash them. Oh, my God, what is he doing? Why would he do that? We're waiting out here. Um, yeah, that's the only thing you really smash. I don't know. That's that's going to kind of be a fetish of mine now. That's going to be my next search history. I want to see people on purpose smashing expensive bottles of liquor just because, just because you can. Uh, what a gut punch, though, dude. That guy with the concrete on the patio. $40,000. You better hope that's yours. <laughs> you better hope you didn't grab that that somebody else brought to the function. Now now I'm thinking about it. How did he have a bottle of liquor on the patio of a bar? That doesn't make any sense now. It's I swear to God, it looked like a bar, though. They don't let you bring in drinks. Maybe if you're having a company party there. I don't I don't fucking know. They want you to buy their shit, right? Hey, maybe you bought the whole bottle inside. Who knows? Anyway, moving on. Um, oh, yeah, I was talking about last week um, how comical it was. I, I still don't know the guy's name. He basically just gets... He's trying to do like the Steve Irwin thing, except it's with insects. And he's basically just getting stung by different fucking... There's like a centipede on there. He stuck his hand in the fucking wasp uh, box. And they started stinging the fuck out of him. Um, I was talking about how comical that was. And it totally slipped my mind. The originators of this filmed stupidity. Jackass. I didn't even think about Jackass. And it uh, just so happens the other night I watched Jackass Forever. It uh, came out in 2022. <laughs> and it had me, I mean, it just had me rolling. So I'll, I'll go ahead and give away the opening scene. If you haven't seen it, I mean, it's not an epic masterpiece or anything. You're not, you know what's going on in the movie. Uh, but basically, um, <laughs> in the opening of the movie, they paint, what's his name? Chris Pointius? Pointus, whatever, however the hell you say his name. They paint his dick like a fucking green dragon monster. And they have this little miniature city. And, you know, his dick is going through the city and just fucking tearing down buildings, whatever. Terrorizing the city. And then he gets to this crab. You know, it's supposed to be this, like, epic King Kong versus Godzilla face-off. This guy's dick versus this crab. And Johnny Knoxville grabs the crab and just puts it close. And the fucking thing just pinches the fuck. Oh, my God. Pinches the fuck out of his green dick. And I just die laughing. I mean, it's it's that's the, uh, the originators of that kind of stupidity. That was... Um, that was a reoccurring theme throughout the movie, the, the dick dragon. <laughs> and I, I mean, it just had me fucking... I just can't... I can believe 
that they do stupid shit like that, but the, the funniest fucking part is the how much they put into it. <laughs> the fact that they built this whole fucking city, land, miniature city landscape to sort of do this, I don't know if it's stop animation. Isn't that what it's called? Stop animation where they take like a piece of clay and they put it in one shape, take a picture, put it in another shape, take another picture. And then eventually after a million pictures, you have a fucking 20 second video, you know? Um, but it was just a recurring theme. And every time I thought about his green dick, I mean, they had little arms on it. It was fucking hilarious, dude. Um, the originators, I didn't even shout them out. I'm just giving this guy, this random, wannabe safari guy on YouTube all this credit, but, you know, he wouldn't have that idea without Jackass, right? Um, same old shit, man. Same old shit. It's just, um... Yeah, and then they do a tribute to Ryan Dunn at the end of the movie. That is sad. Um, that he passed away, but, uh... Yeah, man, it's... it's uh, the originators. They're the kings of doing that shit, getting fucking stung. I mean, they did a, a whole beehive thing where they put the queen on Steve-O's dick. I mean, they just have an obsession with, with dicks. <laughs> they have an obsession with each other's dicks. I, I swear to God, I'm, I'm 37 years old. I've never been in a room with my friends and been like, Hey, what do you think about putting a queen bee on your dick? And we get it on film. Like that's n no, we're not pranking each other with our dicks. Uh, they're just such an odd group that just love butt stuff. <laughs> they love to do, torture each other's dicks. I mean, it's weird. That's never been a group of friends that I've been in. You know? Bodily fluids. Oh, God. I'm telling you, if anyone ever fucking pissed on me or threw up on me, we're, we're not friends anymore. <laughs> we're just not. Like, I, oh, can you imagine the, the PTSD you have from being on that set, though? Honestly. Um, what's the guy's name? He has the fucking mohawk. He's a goofy-ass, bug-eyed-looking dude. Aaron? I think it's Aaron. Dude, that guy is just so fucking... You can see it on his face. Like, you can see it in his body movements. He's just nervous. No matter what, if he's not even a part of the fucking thing, he's nervous. And, and for good reason. Like, I, I doubt you could sleep on that set and nobody's excluded. If you come to, to do a guest spot on that movie, you're going to get fucked with. You're probably going to get hurt. Um, that's just unnerving. Oh, God. Like, how do you do six months of that? And Johnny Knoxville's hiding around every fucking corner with a goddamn taser. That just doesn't seem... <laughs> seems funny the first day. The first two days. But, you know, after that... That's uh, too much. So, yeah, Steve-O has a whole colony of... Bees on his junk. It's just... It's odd. But it's... I mean, it's entertaining. I watched the whole thing front to back. I didn't skip anything. I laugh my ass off. Uh, highly recommended. Highly recommended. If you like that kind of foolery, tomfoolery. Um, the jackass, like I said, eh, take it a little too far with the, the sexual stuff. I like, uh, you know, some some good, clean humor. 
Uh, maybe not even clean, but just, you know, I don't, I don't want to see your asshole every fucking skit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, come on. There's got to be something better to do. Anyways, uh, funny-ass fucking movie, though. Highly recommended if you like that kind of stuff. Cheers, everybody. Moving on. We're going to do a little sports talk now. Um, my Dallas Stars, back-to-back nights. We win 5-2 over Arizona. We fly into Colorado, excuse me, and uh, we get there at 3.45 a.m. We have to play a game that night. Now, I don't know what the schedule is like during the day. Like, will the coach allow for them to skip practice or just not have practice that day if it's back-to-back nights as to not wear the guys out, save their legs? I don't know. But um, we came out in the first five, ten minutes of that game against Colorado, division rivalry. And uh, we looked good. Many chances. We looked sharp. We're getting to the puck. Uh, And then you see the fatigue set in throughout the game. Um, And it's just like the the avalanche just have the ice tilted toward our end. We had four power plays in that game. And I believe Colorado ended with only two. And it still wasn't enough. We got beat 5-2 the next night. So after winning 5-2, we got beat 5-2. Um, which I'm, I'm not going to give the Stars shit for that one. <clears throat> That's a hard schedule to get in at 4 o'clock in the morning and still try to do your normal shit. you got to get to bed. Uh, you have to meet at the arena at some time, I'm sure, for at least a meeting, a coach's or a, a coach-player meeting, something. Review film, something. Well, either way, from playing the night before and scoring so much... Uh, Yeah, we couldn't pull it together. But the bright light in the whole thing is uh, Jason Robertson. Once again, I'm going to keep mentioning his name. He just keeps doing amazing shit. So he surpassed Mike Madano, one of the Dallas Star greats, uh, in all-time points in a single season with 94. I guess Madano's at 93, uh, which leaves him... Robertson is tied for seventh place with at 94 points. Um, and that leaves him in seventh place all-time franchise history. Uh, I think 101. I don't know who. I forgot to look at who scored 101 points in one season, uh, probably for the North Stars. But still, who the fuck did that? I, I meant to look at the list so I could tell you guys. Where's my Facebook? I had it up on Facebook, and I totally forgot to even look um but yeah so jason robertson just doing jason robertson things just doing amazing dallas star things i mean to to be put above mike madonna in a certain category is pretty huge man that's pretty huge you know he he doesn't get the love from the national media that he should mike madonna um was they were they were saying one one season Kane is the best American born player and Mike Madonna tweets out like hey like what's up <laughs> you remember me I know I played in Dallas but I I was still an NHL hockey player you know leading points all time leading all all time goals you know just just hanging out um <clears throat> but yeah it's uh, dude it's so impressive to see. Robertson, like I was saying last week, he's just in the right position 
Um, they were talking about him last night on the broadcast, on the Colorado broadcast, since that's all I could get. Um, talking about how fast he is. He, he's a bigger guy, but he's faster, way faster than he looks. So before you know it, he's gone with the puck around you, shooting at the goal. He's got to a spot on the ice before you can catch him to catch that pass, to shoot at the goal. He's just doing all the fun. He knows his hockey smarts. On top of, you know, his physical attributes, which is having good hands, being fast, being big, you know, pretty strong. On top of that, he's fucking smart. Like, he knows where to go, man. And it's it's working. I, I just don't... I'm riding a wave right now because I am thinking about the future a little bit and I don't ever want to lose this guy. But you just got to enjoy it right now for what it is, regardless of if he goes somewhere else eventually or not. Uh, just enjoy it right now because this guy is a fucking monster. Uh, Sagan got a goal last night. He got our only goal last night. <clears throat> Apparently he was out with another fucking injury until last night. Um... If we can get these boys rolling in the playoffs, man, if we can if we can play like that, we're going to be a hard team to beat. I'm, I'm looking forward to it so much. Um, moving on to uh, to baseball. Jesus Christ, two games in for my Texas Rangers. Now, I've never seen them do this before, and I'm kind of wondering why. But the Rangers had their opening night Thursday. Then they skip Friday, and then Saturday they play a game, and then today, Sunday, they're going to play a game. And I've never seen – it's usually three in a row, then you're done. I don't know why they skip the day in between. One game, day off, two games against the same team. All three against the same team. Not that it matters. It doesn't really bother me. I'm just like I don't, I've never seen them do it before. What was the purpose of them skipping that Friday of not playing? Um. But anyway, geez. Okay, so the, this is not something that I planned on on saying this early in the season. <laughs> but in two games, my Rangers have scored 27 runs. In two games! Now, I know that's not a pace we can keep up all season, but oh my god. You know, Rangers have been known for their bats over the... I mean, that's pretty much what we're known for. We we can slug it out with the best of them. It's just our pitching has never really been... You know, we've had some, some good spots here and there. Some good years here and there. But it's never been consistent enough to make it, you know, make a difference. You can hit five home runs in a row if you want, but if your bullpen's giving up six, <laughs> you know, it doesn't make for a good game. So anyway, we play the Phillies in our first two games. Uh, we beat them eleven to four the first night, sixteen to four the next night. Dude, I, I've just never, um, never seen my Rangers like this. Not so early. You know, it seems like there were some games years ago with the Angels um, that were really good games. You know, we we were down. By a lot, we we start coming back. The Angels come back on us, and it, it, it ends at like eleven to nine. We win eleven to nine. It's like holy shit, you know. That's halfway through the season. It's like okay, well, we have some sort of power. We just can't put all the pieces together. So uh, 
Yeah, for someone who just went to the pennant last year, the Phillies, um, we're, we're doing some some work on them so far. If we sweep them today, I'm I, I'm going to start rethinking my shit because the I mean they're a good team. Phillies are a good team. Uh, Degrom in his first outing, not so hot. Not all the shit I was thinking he was going to do. Um, I think he let up four by like the second or the third inning, which you know the the media starts talking today is Degrom in trouble. Did the Rangers make a mistake? But just, no, 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 no. They didn't make a mistake. He's a great pitcher. Maybe a little uh, ahead of himself, possibly a little overconfident. That's a possibility. I'd say that's probably what happened. He dominated so much in spring training. He was thinking he was going to continue it in the regular season. And, you know, the Phillies are like, no, I don't think so. Um, so those were the only four runs we gave up in that first game, I believe. Or maybe it was six. 11 to six, the first game. I can't remember now. A lot of sports things have happened. Um, but I'm, I'm fucking excited, man. I'm so excited. Let's see how far we are in. Oh, 29 minutes. Uh, very, very excited for this, this season, man. I'm, I'm hoping for the sweep today. That'd be a hell of a way to start off the, the season. Um, Astros winning two. And losing their very first game of the season to the White Sox, believe it or not. Um, thank you, White Sox, for that. Um, so, yeah, we're sitting at 100%. Winning percentage, 100%. <laughs> we'll see what we can do tonight. But, uh, oh, and Perez is on the mound tonight. I'm so excited for that, man. I'm, I'm sitting down. I'm watching the whole fucking game. You know, I can only catch it in spurts sometimes. It's like it's, uh, something always happens. It's either, you know, I'm in the middle of work or the, you know, the little link I have works for like 10 minutes and then it just stops working. By the time I look up, I'm like, fuck, two innings is gone. I missed what happened. Um, that's what highlights are for, luckily. But uh, super excited about this Rangers team. I, I That was my biggest concern. And, I, and I'm, I'm not sitting here saying this is going to be our season all season. We're not going to score fucking 12, 16 every game. It's not going to happen. But um, I, that was what I was worried about the most. Who do we even have to hit the ball? We have pitching now. Um, you know, our defense has always been fairly solid. Infield, outfield, you know. But who do we have to hit the ball? And, uh, yeah, man, I forgot. I totally forgot. I hadn't been paying attention. Hockey's had my attention. Uh, Simeon, always liked him. Fucking Seeger. Uh, Grossman. I didn't know Grossman was such a monster. Um, apparently he is. I'm, I'm excited to see it. Um, so, yeah, great first two fucking games, man. I'm excited for this. It's it, This is... This is the sweet spot for me. You got hockey. Hockey's usually every other night. And then you got baseball every day. And there, I, I love so many baseball teams. I'm I just, I'm always going to have entertainment for the next months to come. I'll watch anybody play. I don't care who it is. I really just like baseball. You know, those odd games that you're like, ah, nobody cares about. That's when the spectacular things happen. When the guy makes the fucking... Otani got one almost knocked over the fence. Did you see that no-look grab, that no-look catch 
by the Angels outfielder. I don't even know who it is, but that was an amazing... He wasn't even looking. He's looking over his right shoulder. The ball's going to his left, and he just swats his glove over and catches it. Saved Otani in probably a couple of runs. Um... So, yeah, man, uh, baseball starting up, super fucking excited. Let's go Rangers. Let's go all the teams, but, you know, mostly let's go Rangers. <laughs> you know, that's 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 my dog in the fight. Um, let's go Stars in this playoff, man. We're getting there. We're, we're very close. What do we have, six games left? Some shit like that. It's, it's not a lot of time left. And we're definitely in the playoffs. My Mavericks are flailing. They're, they're probably out. Um, ever since the Kyrie Irving trade and we just haven't been I don't know what happened I don't think he messed up the team that bad did he he's supposed to be helping <laughs> I don't know maybe that's why they got rid of him shit I don't know I really don't fucking know but the Mavericks aren't in the Stars are in if the Rangers keep playing baseball like that they're definitely in on, pay, on pace to win 162 games right now baby it's the only chance I'm going to get to say that. So, yeah, I had to take advantage. Uh, but anyways, guys, that's going to do it for me for the night. Don't drink and drive. Get an Uber. Get a Lyft. Get a DoorDash. They'll bring it to you. Liquor, beer, whatever you want. Get some Don Julio 1942 delivered. Jesus Christ. If that's an expensive bottle by itself, imagine DoorDashing it to yourself. Holy shit. What's that delivery fee? 50 bucks alone? Goodness gracious. Anyways, uh, let's finish these off. If you got them, drink them. Bottoms up. Cheers, everybody. Mmm. Mmm, mmm, mmm. Mmm. It goes down smooth. Uh, but when it's that cold, it hurts my teeth. All right, guys. That's it. Be safe. Woo. Don't drink and drive. Get an Uber. Get a Lyft. Um, do the smart things, you know. Abstain from drinking. How about that? You know, you can still have fun at the bar without... Why would you go to the bar then? If you didn't want to drink. I don't know. It, it makes sense in my head. Anyways... I'll talk to you guys next week. I love you all. Be safe. Bye.